that one is compassionate, is merciful to the meek. So I could sing this Shabbat, but I'm not actually consciously saying that. I've done the first part, which is great, because as children, we all have to start somewhere. So it doesn't mean you don't do it if you're not doing the second part, because you have to build yourself up. Suniya means now I'm actually saying that. So now I'm consciously singing that, wow, you are compassionate, Waibu. When I see that no matter what I've done, Waiguru is giving me the fruits for doing something righteous in this moment, then I'm in that moment acknowledging and experiencing Waigurujis there. When I sing with love, what that means is I'm going to sing your virtues without saying that I'm only going to sing them if you give me this back. I'm not going to complain about your hukam. So Guru Arjan Dev Ji didn't complain that the fire was burning them. Love is that I don't complain about your nature. I'm not going to say this is terrible, that this plate is burning me. But it doesn't mean it's okay what that Jandusha is doing. That's then Gaviye, Suniye, Man, Akiye. Welcome to the Jabji Sab podcast. In this episode, we'll be going through the fifth stanza. Many people have described what Maya is. Today, we'll be answering that question. What is Maya? So let's start this stanza. But before we get into it, I'd like you to be introduced to Gurjaran Singh, who will be joining us today on this podcast. And we'll be going through together and discussing these wisdom-filled words of Guru Nanak Dev Ji. So, Vai Guru Ji Ka Khalsa, Vai Guru Ji Ki Fateh. So, when we look at the first Pankti, Guru Nanak Dev Ji here, saying, Thapya Na Jai, Kita Na Hoye. The word Thapya, we've translated here to established. And... There's people that establish things in this world. And sometimes people claim to establish other people. They say, well, it was me that established you. But here Gunan Devji is saying that Thapyanajai, that one, Vaiguru, cannot be established by anyone. And then Gunan Devji goes on to say, Kita Nahue. Kita can be translated to created or given birth to. So basically nobody can give birth to Waiguru, nobody can create that one. So that's now our base. And if we work from that base and then now we continue to the next line, which is what we're going to focus on more so. And here Guru Nanak Dev Ji is saying, Ape Ape Niranjan Soe. So in this context, I don't know how familiar you are with Punjabi, and I know you, you do speak Punjabi yeah. at home. Yeah. yeah. So I don't like some people have heard this term when they say "o apia sara kosh, api ap, o apne ap vich o sab koshya," and what that means is that that one is self-existent, meaning that one isn't dependent on anything. That one hasn't needed someone to establish that one. 
Nobody's nobody's had to come along and say, you know what, I'm going to show you how to put this creation together and I'm going to set you up. And there's no one that does that to that one. That one is everything within itself. Then here now comes the word Niranjan Soe. Soe literally translates to that one, referring to that one. The word Niranjan, when we look at the translation here, we've translated it to the effect. So we've said that that one is beyond the effect of Maya. So we've translated the word Niranjan to Maya. But how have we got to Maya from that word Niranjan? The word here, uh, that the hidden word in here is Anjan. And the word Anjan actually means mascara. And so, and I'm sure you probably didn't think that, did you? No, that like, so how it's still now, like, how did we get then from Sorma to Mascara uh, to Maya? So, <laughs> it's black. So, from Anjan, we've got Mascara, we've got that Sorma, which is, it, it's more referring to the, the color of it. The blackness of it because with that right so if you get it onto your hands even a little bit it's just it will get black everywhere and then when you touch something else with that it actually blemishes it and it marks it so here it's that anjan is actually referring to maya and we've then in brackets we've translate that to illusion and then niranjan Nir negates the word, meaning we could say without or beyond. So in the way we've said it is beyond the effect of Maya. So how would you, when you hear the word Maya, how would you describe it? So it's kind of just how you described it. I imagine a lens and the more it gets blackened and smudged with that blackness, mm -hmm. you want to clean that. So the Maya is getting lessened. And then slowly, as that gets cleaner and you're reducing the Maya, whether that is ego, jealousy, whatever it can be, you're reducing that, then you're exposing yourself to that truth that is behind all that blackness. Mm -hmm. Also, I also like the analogy of a wall. So that wall can be built up of lust, anger, greed, attachment. And behind that wall is the truth. And you want to get closer to that truth and you have to break down that wall to actually be able to see that. Okay, so let's look at those two analogies. First analogy you used was based off the black. So if you've got a lens and then it's it's blemished with that black, the, the surma, the mascara. And when actually you're not getting to see what there is behind, what what is beyond that lens because it's blackened. So then now what you're looking at is just that black. And you start to believe that to be the truth so if we used to now describe maya how is it an illusion an illusion means something that you start to believe to be the truth if we literally put some glasses on now and we was to put and, and taint it with that black but the black that we're seeing we start to think that is actually the truth on what exists but they, but it's not because like you said, if it was to cleanse that, 
then we'd actually get to have a clear picture of what exists. The key point here is we start to believe that black is the truth. What does that mean? If we have a look at some Gurbani, Maharaji, Apekapangti, Maya Mamata Mohani, Jin Vinadanta Jag Khaya. So, this Pankti is by Guru Amar Das Ji saying to us that it gives us a description of what Maya is like. And so, keeping that in mind, what, when we start to believe something is the truth and it's not, Maya, what, what is, what's the nature of that, that illusion? The nature of it is it's Mamata. It'll make you, it'll give birth to Mamata. What is Mamata? Have you heard that word before? No. You've not heard the word before? No. Oh. Mm. So the word Mamata is when you start to think, this is mine. Yeah. And so I could have Mamata for this cup and I'll start to say, this is mine. And But it's not just as simple as that because sometimes we've got to be practical about things. Yeah. So sometimes just to differentiate things, it makes it easier to use language in that way. And so in the use of language, it doesn't mean I've been enticed and I'm stuck in Maya just because I've called it mine, because it depends on the context and language that we are using. So it could be as simple as I'm just to just to differentiate because I know for whatever hygiene purposes, I, I'm, I'm going to make it clear to say that's my cup, that's your cup. But this mamta mai is when that becomes my truth. That I actually own this, this belongs to me and I've got control over it. Yeah. And that mamta is that miraya, imiraya. And now let's bring that onto my body. So to be looking through that lens of to be blemished with Maya, where here Guru Amar Das is saying Mohani, it's enticing because it makes you think something is yours when it actually isn't, it belongs to that one. Yeah. And you start to think that is the truth and that is what I am. And so I start to say, Isrira Miraya. In this moment, like I'm, I've been given this body, yeah. But it can't, it's not mine in the sense of that I have full control over it and I get to keep it for as long as I like. This body I'll have to give back. I'll have to go back to the elements. But in that sense, how can it be mine? And then if I start to think this is me, this body is me, when it isn't going to remain, then that is me. I've been enticed by the Maya. So now that's become my truth. Now I'm looking through that lens of the black, of that soto, the mascara or the surma, whatever. And now I'm starting to think this is me, this is mine. Yeah. And now I've got stuck in it. What that'll do to me now is jena. What that's going to do to me now, Vinadanta, Danta means teeth, Jagakaya. They're saying what this Maya is doing is to people, it's eating people up without teeth. 
Because now just me starting to believe that this is like, what, what will come from that? That's called ego. When I start to believe this is me and this is mine. What comes from that is attachment. That's, that attachment is then what is eating me away. Because now I've got fear. I don't want to lose it. If it was truly me, what I am, you can't lose. You can only lose something that isn't you. Yeah. And so it's, that's the context we're looking at, what Maya is. So let's, let, let, let's clarify before we move on. So we're all clear on it. If we go back now to the Jabji Sahib, that we're translating Maya to be an illusion in the sense of we're not denying its existence, but it's not permanent. And the other thing is, which will all kind of fit in when we look at the next Bhangti. So if we go to Jin Sevya, then Bayaman. Jin Sevya, Sevya means to serve. So Jin here is Jinne, those that. Then Bayaman, obtain honor. Man meaning honor here. But who is it that obtains honor? Only those that actually serve God. So think about this now. If I look at you and I see myself to be to be someone that is well off, wealthy, and I see myself that is in position, I'm I'm the giver. So if I start thinking I am the giver and I start thinking you then are somebody that isn't so fortunate and you are somebody I could start to see you to be below me. I might not, yeah, but I just start to see that you're somebody that isn't very wealthy and needs money and needs food. Yeah, So I'm now the giver and I'm giving to somebody that is poor. So I, I'm giving to somebody that is homeless. So in my mind now, I'm giving to a homeless or I'm giving to somebody that hasn't got enough food or clothes. Yeah? So there's a giver and a receiver now. Will that person now then buy a man? Will they obtain honor? No. Uh, like what? What? So what is it that Maharaj is trying to tell us here? Because you have to serve with full devotion. That like you're not seeing anyone to be below you. Mm -hmm. So when you're honored, you're seeing everyone as equal. So when you're serving someone, you're serving someone through the lens that God will see that person. That everyone is equal, and there is that oneness there. That's amazing. So that oneness is there. Let's let's go with that. The oneness is there. Because now Niranjan will make sense. If I was thinking that I'm a giver, giving to you, that is somebody that is poor, that somebody's whatever, and I give you all these labels, and that you need me and I'm saving you in that way, then I'm looking through the lens of Anjan. Through the lens of the 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 illusion because the illusion actually means that i think there is something more than just one but there isn't so now like we said we didn't need to summarize it before because now this line will help us to summarize it now we're actually looking at it that actually 
there isn't more than just that one. Yes, there's egos that appear that are an, that are an illusion. Yeah? And, we, and we, we can have that understanding. But now I'm serving that one. Because just like Guru Ran Sabji tell us that Ek date, ek pekhari ji Sab tere choj bidana Tum ape data, you yourself is the giver Ape pugta ji You yourself is the one that enjoys pugta ji Hon tud bin aur na jana How can I know anyone other than you? Meaning that I know no other than you because there is only you. But if I thought there's me and then there's you and I'm giving to you this, this pauper or however, people use all sorts of names. But instead, serving means, because a lot of people say, yes, serve God. But then the question comes, how? The question, you serve God, it doesn't, there isn't an actual how. In the sense of if you do this act. So now that act actually becomes irrelevant in that sense. Because it's about the, I don't want to really call it a mindset. I know it's a word that gets used a lot now. But it's actually an avastha. It's actually a state one reaches. And that state is you serve God. When you actually see no other and you're saying that I'm just, this is a part of that, that one's game and there is no one else. So I'm just getting this opportunity to serve that one. Yeah. I'm not the giver. This, the ego, I, the, the moment I say I am giving, but then Guru Sahib is saying to us that Home vetch seva na Guru Sahib Ji says that within the ego, you cannot, it's not possible to serve. Then you end up remaining empty. It might feel good for a while, but it doesn't mean it's enlightening you. You go out there and you do something good. And it does, it feels good for that moment. But again, it could still be something where... It is, it's quite a pleasurable act, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, not to do that because there's work that needs to be done out there. But we're talking about here, what does it mean to be, to serve that one? So don't get that confused with just because you're not at that state that you don't then go out and do that work because that work still needs doing. So we still continue to do that, but we want to strive to get to that place where we're serving that one. And we want to move to, yes, like I said, don't confuse it with needing to use language. So having to use certain language at times, you might have to say this person is homeless. But for you, when it comes to serving, it's not, you don't see yourself as in the ego self to be the giver. You're actually saying that I've got this opportunity to serve that one. Because there is only but that one. But when then you need to bring language into it to communicate something, that's fine. This person's homeless. We need to do X, Y, and Z. That's fine. People mix it up, don't they? Yeah. And sometimes what happens is because they're trying to then think, well, 
if I use those words, then I'm not at that state. That's not true. Once you're at that state, then you can use language, and but you know where you are. You know you're not seeing it as, oh, I'm doing a good deed. Yeah. And because from that, you could start thinking that, oh, it's only because of me this work's getting done. And you've completely forgotten the one. Yeah, and then that's when you've got stuff that, that then Maharaj talk about home which ditta, home which leya. And um, yes, that's it, home which ditta. I gave in ego and I received in ego. So what does that mean? That's saying that I've done all this good de these good deeds. We're not saying they're not good deeds. Yeah. We're not saying that this work doesn't need doing. But did you have self-realization? Not necessarily. You still went through your whole life where you gave in ego. You didn't recognize the, the one. It was just it was just me, I'm this giver, this this more well-off person. Or it might not just even be well-off. It just could be that you're part of an organization. So it's not even that it's you're from your own personal money. Or whatever it is. So, Jinasevia, then Bayaman. And that's what it means to receive honor. And this honor, what is this honor? What, 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 like, how do you see? Like, we, because for me, I'm always intrigued because I'm always sitting on this side. And we see these things come up on the translations. And I often think, I wonder what the Sangat actually makes of this. Like, so how do you see that? For me, I see it as when you do receive the Sarapa. So you receive that honor by receiving a Sarapa. And that is quite meaningful in itself. Okay, so shall we, I think we can just take a bit of a, a moment out to, to explain what the Sarapa is. So the word Sarapa, if we split it up, it's... It, it's got two words in it, sir and pong. So I'm not sure if he was aware. Yeah. Where, yeah. yeah. And sir, head, pong, feet. So meaning like it was somebody that is being honored from head to toe, but it also it's got a double meaning. Somebody that's served from head to toe, that's given their everything. They've literally, it's like, tan man tan, sab samb gurko hukamaniya pa, yeah, that like literally like from everything they just done their body man their mind so like that's what seropo is they've served from everything they've got and that's what a seropo means when some when when somebody sees that you served that way okay now how does god give somebody a seropo if we come back like if ever you've truly served that one and it could be through various means. That could be through your baby. That could be through your mother. That could be through somebody sitting and doing a talk to Sangat. Because you're not now just thinking that there's there's this, it's not from an ego place. And you're serving these, just a group of people. Yes, in that sense, it's a group of people and that people that need that talk. Don't get that mixed up again. It's people that need that talk. There's people there that have are stuck in their egos, but your state 
is that you're saving that one. And then does a, where does that set up all come from? Where does that, because, so sorry, just before I know I went off there. And then when somebody did something great and often then they were honored with a serpo, so it's a, it's, it's a cloth, sorry, um, that is normally measured from head to toe, approximately, depending on people's heights, you know, and uh, then it's normally tied on, on their seats on their head. And then that, that they were honored in that way, you know, with this robe of honor. But it doesn't fall out the sky, does it? When like some, like not every time you serve that one, somebody comes and gives you one physically, like, and it doesn't fall out the sky. I've never been there where I've just sat there and it's come and fell on me and I thought, yo, <laughs> nice. And um, so if you think about it now, it's very intimate actually, Bayaman is. Because Bayaman is now, if you see yourself like that, you're not serving from a place of ego now. You're serving as that droplet from the ocean and you're serving the ocean. And the mar, if you serve the ocean, what you're doing is you're actually, this droplet is coming in that moment and merging. In that moment of merge is the ocean that you're serving and that moment of merge is the honor. So the Serapo is when the droplet and the ocean actually comes together in service. But it's your service that has approached that ocean and that imagine it like there's no words that can truly describe it. But uh, you can imagine it like this. You imagine just loads of droplets of water. And you're now you're now not looking at somebody's label you're not looking at somebody else's layers of ego you're serving those droplets of water but now imagine it like this within your mind you as a droplet is approaching and serving these droplets come forward to receive yeah and as they are receiving and you and and that droplet is serving yeah, then it's that merge is the honor that is the robe. The robe, you can describe it like this, is God's embrace. God's very hug to you is the serapo. And there's... Guru Arjan Dev Ji talk about Kantalai, Avguna Sabamete, Dyal Purkha, Bakshind. So they're saying that Kantalai, where it, you might have started off with, with ego. So you, you're doing these acts. So in that moment, we can't call it seva, but we can call it an act still. It's an, it's an act of, a, it's a good deed, something that needed doing. Yeah, and those, one way to look at it is those very born themselves, those those the credits you can look at it in that way as a credit system yeah yeah and uh, and the credits that you are gaining can be helping to cleanse you which gets to a point of when avguna sabamete 
The Afghan could have been, you started off in arrogance, but you started to cleanse yourself through the act itself. And then when there was no Afghan left, there was an embrace. There's no perfect way to describe it, which one comes first, the embrace or, or, or then the, the, did the Afghan, which was the, the blemish that washed away first. Yeah. So it's like this, it, you can almost imagine it happening together. As you're losing that ego, the embrace comes at the same time, the gantalai. So that is the man. That's how you receive honor. And you'll actually feel like when you start, when it's no longer just an act, a good deed, I'm giving to that person. It's now I'm, when you're truly seeing it as a service of service to God, you will start to experience the embrace of God. Hopefully that's making sense. Bhagata And here, if you look at the first word is Bhagat is with a is with a sihari. So Bhagati here. Bhagata Serapau. That actually you Diyojana Apane. That Wahiguru blessed that servant because of that servant's devotion. Remember, you used the word devotion. Because of that servant's devotion, blessed him with a serpo, with this honor, robe of honor. Pratap nanak prab jata. And that is so fitting and perfect to what we're saying. You know, and again, when it when this becomes a when this becomes an experience for the Sangat, you'll have moments in your life where you feel that. And I do believe that it can be changing and it can be evolving, but everyone at certain points in their life or sometimes for throughout a whole complete entire lifetime, they've got certain things about them where they go into that state more through that certain thing. For me, doing Qatar. Yeah, there's I could be going through so many different struggles and difficulties and find myself getting caught up in my ego so many times. But then there's moments of doing kata and like there's this disconnect from that from that person. And it's like, who's this? Because there's that devotion that takes over. Not I'm not saying it's in every moment of doing katha but there's moments within the katha and then it, it's there's you could feel this flow of grace and you just know that you're that something that you're identified with that suffers and goes through pain isn't there anymore in that moment and you can feel the serpo you can feel that mm, this is a moment of of service and so that's something that I can relate to in that way. It'd be great to be in that space all the time. Yes. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know, is that something you could maybe relate to? I don't want to force it on you, but... Yeah, it's definitely something I've experienced when you know where there's that point where you are... I don't know how to word this, but... You're feeling that grace upon you. It's like showering upon you. Mm. 
when you're doing that certain thing that you love with that full devotion and you see there's a purpose behind it it's not just a meaningless act then there's something deeper behind it then you feel that grace uh, and and that and what i said in the beginning was it doesn't mean that it can't change but sometimes some certain people have got a certain call it a gift or a or a a quality about them and the way that quality is practiced can can slight can change slightly outwardly so it might look different at different points and but you'll just know there'll be certain things where you get to experience that that fireman then Guru Sahib Ji saying here in the next Pankti Nanak Gaviya Guni Nidan Guru Nanak Dev Ji saying here that when you're in that state you're truly then singing the of that one that the treasure of virtues that one that is the treasure of virtues Guni Nidan Guni means qualities or virtues Nidan means treasure and if you look at that on a deeper level we could say this that in that moment of when you're serving the one it's only really in that moment you're truly singing of that one's virtues otherwise we'd still be because we're still stuck what's interesting there as well when you're stuck in that maya as we mentioned earlier you're singing about i did this it's your ego but when you start singing that song of that you bless me with these virtues then you're not singing your own song then of that maya that i did this it was because of me then you're singing it's because of you that i have these virtues it's because of you that you've given me these virtues so it completely changes then yeah yeah no that's amazing yeah looking at it like that in that sense then singing yeah singing that one's virtues is is there won't be no recognition of the illusion the the i that i'm doing this you know that anything that is being done where love is being expressed where compassion is being expressed it can only be that means that it's it's that one's virtues and the moment the moment and you and and i found this within myself that there could be moments where you're experiencing that and then you get stuck in your head again and then you say oh i did a pretty good job there and you can and i don't know about anyone else or yourself i can actually feel a um a tangible a physical change in that moment like where i feel being feeling light and really kind of just like lit up and going from that state and it it takes a moment for you to jump out of it and then where your ego really wants to suck you because it panics it's like oh what about me what about me yeah and then your ego tries to suck you back in and then the moment you do get sucked back in and you think oh, yeah i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty good I I can actually feel a physical draining like my actual face like feels like something's just been drained and sucked out of it 
So I, I've experienced that tangible feeling of falling out of doom to from you going back to me, to the I, to the mamta. I, I don't know if that's something relatable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We often look for formulas of how to meditate on that one, how to connect to that one. And Gurnanat Dev Ji has given us here that perfect formula saying, this is how you sing. That you sing by sunye, by listening. What that means is you've got to sing that one's praises consciously. What that means is that say if now I took, say if I just, if I took a Shabad from Gurbani, and in that Shabad, in Gurbani, Guru Sahib Ji is, is singing of that one being compassionate. And uh, I always use the same Pankti, I can use it again. Uh, Deen, Deyal, Kirpal, Sukhsagar, Sarbakata, Parpurire. And where Sayyidina Guru Arjan Dev Ji is saying these words, is that, that Deen, Deyal, Kirpal, Sukhsagar, that one is compassionate, is merciful to the meek. But Guru Arjan Dev Ji is saying that, if, if, you, if you know what I mean. Guru Arjan Dev Ji is actually saying God is compassionate. Yeah. So when we now come back to, so I could sing this Shabbat, but I'm not actually consciously saying that, that God is com compassionate to the meek. And the ocean of peace, that Sukhsagar, that one is the ocean of Sukh, the ocean of peace. So I could sing that Shabad. So then I've just done the Gavye part. I've done the first part, which is great, because as children, we all have to start somewhere. So it doesn't mean you don't do it if you're not doing the second part, because you have to build yourself up. So there'll be times when we only just sing. But it doesn't mean we've completed the formula yet. But then, what does it mean to sunya? Sunya means now, I'm actually saying that. So now I'm consciously singing that, wow, you are compassionate, Wai Guru. And, I, and I, we can look at this in two ways. We can look at it in the way that, say if I sing that, that Wai Guru, you are compassionate to the meek. I can be singing it with faith saying that I've got faith that you are that and behind that faith I'm doing an ardas I'm, plea I'm putting a plea forward I'm begging I'm crying out to say show me your compassion so that's one way it can become then sunya as well or the other way is that I'm actually experiencing Waiguru's compassion. The second way is which is the way I feel that Guru Arjan Dev Ji is singing that Shabad in that way. And then saying that I'm, I'm actually, I'm experiencing your compassion in this moment. One way to look at that, we can expand on that further is, and I've, I say this many of times, that when... We've done 
we've made we talk about Ofgun and we spoke about you know getting caught up in certain demerits and we could be somebody that has done things out of arrogance done things and done some horrendous acts out of that but when I see that no matter what I've done and Waiguru isn't taking that into consideration now that I'm doing something righteous. Waiguru is giving me the fruits for doing something righteous in this moment. When I realize that, then I'm in that moment acknowledging and experiencing Waigurujis there. So then Gaviya Sunye. Then I'm actually singing that consciously that I'm experiencing your there. So Gaviya Sunye Mandra Kie Pao. And within my heart, my heart, whilst I'm singing this, is filled with love. When I sing with love, what that means is that I'm going to sing of you without, without a condition. I'm going to sing about, I'm going to sing your virtues, of your virtues, without, without saying that I'm only going to sing them if you give me this back. I'm going to sing your virtues even if I'm not going to complain about your hukam. So Guru Arjan Dev Ji didn't complain that the fire was burning them, that the fire heated the hot plate, because it's the nature, if fire, if there's fire applied to that, to a metal plate, that hot plate it's going to get hot and then it's the nature of that hot plate to if there's skin up against it to burn that skin love is that i don't complain about your nature that i'm going to sing of your virtues still i'm not going to say this is terrible that this plate is burning me but it doesn't mean it's okay what that Jandusha is doing that he's ordering them it's not okay that this Jalad these people that have been paid to do this job to heat this plate up it's not okaying that it's not saying that it's okay for somebody to do that Singing in that moment, Tera Kiya Mita Lage, is actually saying that I'm not complaining about how this hukam works for this to burn me. Yeah. That's then Gaviye, Sunye, Man, Rakye, Pao. So we can then, when we say that, well, I'm singing. I still feel empty. Now you can apply that. You can apply, am I singing consciously? Behind my singing, is there that faith 
in am I is there is there an ardas? Is there this cry out to you to show me your compassion behind I'm singing? Or am I actually singing whilst experiencing that? Your your qualities, your virtues. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that as well. Because there's been so many times in our lives where we feel disconnected. But we know that that compassion is there, that love is there from God. But we just need that plea to get us there. Then we can experience that love and compassion as well. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's like if we're not experiencing it, we've got to be truthful about that. And it's so important to be authentic and not just pretend. Yeah. Not just pretend, like because there could be that, oh yeah, you are compassionate. But actually what's going on is my inside is saying, well, I don't see how. And it's okay to say, it's better to say out loud and say, I don't see how. So then you can make it more way. The, the sunya literally means to listen, but we, we've just done, you know, a of art where we've gone into a deeper what it means, where then you make it true to say, okay, I'm look, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. But I've, it's not that I haven't got the faith that it isn't there, but you need to show me some evidence. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What also happens is we beat ourselves up by it as well. When we're disconnected, we mm. think, why isn't it there? Is it something with us? And then we beat ourselves up, but then we make ourselves even worse. We make ourselves feel even worse by doing that. And it is something with to do with us, but but that but but doesn't mean we beat ourselves up about it. It just means we need to we need to then look at how, why. And Guru Sahib Ji says, when you do it like this, consciously, without any of those conditions, with that, with that bow. And somebody could think, well, isn't that a, a condition then? When you're saying, show me you there. It's not a condition. It's actually with faith, you're, you're putting this plea forward. And it, it's very different. You're not saying that, you're not saying that I'm only going to have faith in you if you show me this. You're saying that at, in this moment, I need to f- feel and experience that of you. But I'm not doubting it's not there. I'm just not experiencing it at the moment. Yeah? So there's a difference. And in that way, what will happen is then Duk Parhar. When we're singing consciously, with that love in our heart and devotion in our heart, then dukh parhar. Then that dukh, then our suffering will start to go away. Sukh kar jai. And then we'll take back into the home of ourself. Sukh, that, that peace. It's a doubt that gives us that suffering. It's that the suffering comes from the non-acceptance. Remember we said that love is within saying, well, this is how your hukum works for it to burn me. 
for it to do this to me. But the suffering comes from when that bow isn't there. When that love isn't there, and that's where the suffering comes from. Within our mind. Suffering doesn't come from an actual situation. Suffering comes from how we respond to that situation. And love is that, that acceptance, internal acceptance, not external acceptance. External acceptance is completely different. There's many that there's things that we don't accept externally. Because external acceptance would mean if somebody is going to carry out a crime before our eyes and bring pain to somebody, is going to abuse somebody before our eyes, acceptance, external acceptance would mean just to let them carry on and let them do that. Mm -hmm. But internal acceptance isn't that. Internal acceptance is this surrender to what is now, but in that same breath, you could be stopping somebody what they're doing externally. Yeah. But this is where a lot of people confuse the two. But if we continue, because these, all these will be expanded on later on in Japti Sahib as well. So here the word Gurmuk. What we're going to translate to, because the word muk itself literally translates to mouth. And then gur here, the first part, is the guru. And when we take on the guru, and what we're saying is when we take on a guru, is when somebody takes on, say, Guru Nanak Dev Ji, what does it mean to take on the guru? They are taking on the wisdom that is within Guru Nanak Dev Ji of that one. The, somebody that is all-knowing of that one, of that one's hukam. And when you take on, so Guru Nanak Dev Ji was, is very clear to us that was in touch with that Shabad Guru, with that all-knowing one, that, that complete intelligence of Wahiguru. And so then Guru Nanak Dev Ji is in touch with that. Or in touch wouldn't even be probably a perfect word for that, but it's like Guru Nanak Dev Ji is one with that. And when we're taking on that Guru, then Guru Makanadang, through then that Guru's wisdom, so Guru Makhya we could translate to through the Guru. Through the Guru's wisdom that we're receiving, then Gurmak Nadang. Here, Nadang can be translated to that, to that current sound. And what that current sound we're referring to is actually that, that intelligence, that sound where this creation is coming from. When you give yourself surrender to the Guru, word the guru will take you there where you are in in touch with that yourself the other way to look at it is that actually nad meaning sound 
saying that for you, that nod, that current sound that this whole creation has come from, for you, that is whatever comes from your Guru. Whatever your Guru speaks, is that for you? That's the other way we could look at that. And then Gurumaka Vedang is saying that the Ved can be translated here to divine wisdom. And saying that through your Guru, that Vedang, that divine wisdom of that one comes to know yourself. And then Gurumaka Raheya Samai, through the Guru, that one Vaiguru is realized that Rehya Samai, that one, is immersed in everything. Guru Isar, and this is now, one way to look at this is, this is just, could be seen as being pure, pure devotion towards the Guru. Saying Guru Isar. Isar can be translated to Shiva, and saying that, that Shiva, that destroyer, for you, your Guru is that, everything for you. You now, are not worshipping different entities, different energies. For you, your Guru is all of that for you. Guru Isar, Guru Gorak. Guru Gorak here could be translated to Vishnu, the sustainer. Again, you're not doing any types of different types of worship so that you can try and get this energy of Vishnu uh, to, uh, to manifest for you. But instead, for you, your Guru is that for you. And then Burma, your guru, is that creative energy as well. Gur Parbati Mai. And then Parbati, which was the wife of Shiva. And then Mai, which they said could be said to be the wife of Brahma, Lakshmi. But all of that for you is the guru. These are different energies and not going into them for why people then try and connect to those energies but just keeping it simple that no matter what it is these different sources that people go to that people try and connect to but your guru is all of that for you and then Guru Nanak Dev Ji says that through your guru even though you be, you came to know that one is immersed in everything you came to that realization but this is Jehon Jana if you come to know that one, and how is uh, if I come to know that one, saying Aka Nahi, I can't explain, it can't be said. Gehena Katan Najai cannot be described in words, that one. You can only experience it for yourself. Then Gura Ek Dehe Bujai saying that no, the Guru's given me. This is the, the understanding that the Guru has given me. That this one understanding, Ek Deh Bajai, Bajai means understanding, is that Sabna Jiyaka Ek Data, that there is only one giver to all different forms of life. So, Mavisarna Jai, don't ever let me forget that from my mind, that it is only one. That is giving to us all. So I think what happens is when you're going through a body, it's so easy because you start focusing on certain parts and then there's so much more that could be said about 
all these other lines as well. But I could very easily see how something like this could turn into like a three hour talk, mm. you know, and um, and it's so tempting to then actually strip down each line and go deeper and deeper into it. And but this Guraik Dehbajai is going to be repeated in the next few Pankhtiyan, which we can, can then focus on and go through when they come up again. So so that it doesn't feel like we've just kind of whizzed over them and we've ignored them. And so is there anything else that you would like to share when hearing some of these other Pankhtiyan? Just the yeah. uh, con content <laughs> after yeah. our contemplation. So... Again, when we look at this, what we went through today is answering that question for us that we started from. What is that illusion? Illusion is that illusion that Maya is when we start to take something to be the truth that isn't the truth. When we start to see something more and other than that one. When we start to think that I am the giver that that is giving and we don't see that actually this is this is all just a manifestation of that one and I'm serving that one and serving that one could mean and look like various could to take form in various ways for different people so let us, we we can do a das that 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 Gunanat Devji that Waiguru takes us there to that place that where we truly start to serve that one and don't get caught in our ego. Why Guruji ka khalsa, why Guruji ki fateh. If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, share and subscribe. Please donate and help spread Guruji's message. Link is in the description below. Vaheguru Ji ka khalsa, Vaheguru Ji ki fateh. Vaheguru Ji ka khalsa, Vaheguru Ji ki fateh.